0: good morning everyone it's the cast of my conversations here uh we are on a very early friday morning saturday afternoon for you guys hearing this but for right now it's friday morning we have uh had a long week we've had an interesting couple of days and we've come back for episode nine of our podcast So, yeah, we have a really good schedule lined up for today. Before we get into that, I'll let my co-hosts introduce themselves. I'll pass it off to Hellblazer.
1: Here, What's up with y'all? It's your boy, Steph, a.k.a. Hellblazer, you know. Just, I'm just kind of, I don't know. I'm here with it, but I'm ready to get into it. It's been an interesting couple of days, like uh, my man Joey said. But, you know, honestly, welcome back to the biggest and best podcast and all of hip-hop media and of course i'm gonna let the first lady finish it off
2: what up it's going now welcome back i know my voice raspy like rico nasty but you know <laughs> it's, it's the morning so a i'm tired, gonna push through it
0: raspy like rico nasty <laughs> I'm not, that's that's low key a bar low key yeah. Um, we have a jam-packed schedule for today. We have a conversation. We're gonna talk about some music that'd be scaring the hose. We're gonna talk about this Ari Lennox album, and then we have a couple concert cam recasts that we're gonna go over. So stay tuned for a fire episode and hopefully a more energetic one as we go through it because right now I can definitely feel the energy levels are a little bit lower than usual. But I feel like we can pick it up as time as we go along. So Bro, let's just call it Spade a Spade. It's too early for this shit. <laughs>
2: oh, we usually record at night.
0: Yeah, we were... Our schedules are getting harder to, like, plan around because, like, niggas is going back to school and work. So it's like, oh, I'm doing this at this time. Well, I'm doing this at this time. I can't do this at this time. So we had to... This is our first time recording in the morning. So this is definitely a shift for us. But...
1: No, no, no. First, first and
0: last. First, uh, don't, you you yeah. say that...
1: You, you leave it room. You, you're leaving room... For- for possibility, you no, this is our first and last. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't want this to happen again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're all in unison. Cool, first and last. Yeah. Mm. yeah, but no, let's let's honestly, I don't know about y'all, but like, I'm ready to talk about this music that be scaring the hoes, bruh. Because it's been the conversation me and my group chat been having for a while, bruh. And
0: I had I'm to bring excited. it to the pod. I'm excited for this conversation. Same because i have a lot of music that scares the hoes. <laughs> but that's funny because you got all the hoes. bro <laughs> um yeah so the <laughs> my first pick i will uh set it off i will say i won't even i won't even go with one of the things ones y'all probably expecting from me i will say death grips <sniffs>
1: Because that definitely scares the hoes.
0: Them niggas terrify everyone, bro. That, <laughs> not even just the hoes, bro. Them niggas terrify everyone. Like I've over the years, you no, know, when I first heard them, I was like, "How could anyone enjoy this, bro? This is just noise and someone screaming at me." But then, for some reason, I would always find myself coming back to like certain songs for like either the chorus or like the energy. Or like I would listen to it during a workout or something. But like as time has gone on, I've seen myself become like a casual fan of these guys, and it's like I wouldn't, I wouldn't play them around anyone, honestly. Like unless like they've gave me like a fair warning, like I'm a Death Grips fan as well. I don't think I would play Death Grips around anyone because the music is just too abrasive to where it's like, bro, can you please turn that off? Like I feel like anyone in their right mind. Or a person that isn't familiar with the music would just be like dude can what are you listening to?
1: Yeah like it's definitely not something that I would play with the jumps around you feel me like, no. like there's there's no sort of there's no sort of ambiance there's no sort of way where I could possibly like make my move with some death because <laughs> this is all it would sound this is all it would sound like and then the jump would just be the jump would just be like bro I'm just trying to vibe I'm just trying to step on summer low you feel me
0: like bro like what's up like why you got this nigga screaming about fucking teaching bitches how to swim like what are you like what are you doing exactly (laughs) but they have i will say i do think they make good music because i've been adjusted to it and i actually understand like what they're trying to do now but Mm. for a person that just has no idea who they are or just a person that isn't that like, deep into music in general, I feel like you just hear it and just immediately turn it off and like not think about it again ever because it's just like it attacks your ears like this is you gotta like get used to it because you you don't just come out the gate just like oh yeah this is great like I feel like for everyone it's at the first thing, thought is like what the fuck is this this is not good but like. They're one of the only groups I feel like I've, like, come back. I've, they've grown on me so much where it's just, like, I actually they actually were cooking. They was cooking something low-key. <laughs> they, They're
1: on to something here. They're to something.
0: Mm-hmm. They definitely found their formula and like, what they do. So, props to them for that. But they, they are definitely not for the hoes. They are not for a nigga that is not that deep in the music. So, I just... <laughs> Keep if you are trying to on the hose, the but talk, you this are not no. But nah, uh, Nat,
1: what you got? What artist you love that scares the hoes?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go into some. I don't want to go too far yet, so I'm gonna go into some entry level hoes scaring, and I'm gonna say Danny Brown. Hearing that high pitched nigga rapping about Adderall. All hype and shit. Hoes be getting scarred. But I yeah. love you, Danny Brown. And that of, I nigga. Mean, <laughs> I just said, that nigga is funny. What were you about to say, Alex?
0: Anything off of Trasha's Exhibition, bro? Tenor. Yeah, nah. You can't
1: play that right now. You can't,
0: play that, right you can't
2: play, play that in front of the host.
0: Anything off that shit is terrifying. Nah. she ain't it funny, bro? They'll be like, nigga, what is this? No, not even
1: just the song. Play the video to that shit. Oh, you nah. That, that, she's
0: leaving. Dog, Leave it. She's like, I got somewhere to be, dog. I don't know what you're going, bro. bro I don't know what would like, run through your mind for you to think that's a good idea. Like, oh, yeah, let me show this junk some Danny Brown. Like, this dude. Your head, you, <laughs> gotta you gotta change the headspace, bro.
1: <laughs> if you're gonna show a John Danny Brown, you gotta be fucking around with one of the chicks from, like, Breaking Bad, like, one of the meth heads from on there or some shit like that. You gotta... Fucking <laughs> But, nah, Danny Brown is definitely... Danny Brown is definitely gonna be a good one. Um
0: has really good albums and like he's I don't, I wouldn't I wouldn't say he's like a bigger name in like the scheme of hip hop. I think he has his established fan base mm-hmm. and I think he's made some of the best albums to come out, but I don't think he's like as established to where it's like if you say if you tell her a hoe about Danny Brown, she's gonna look at you like who? You know, Unless like she's she's from she's, Detroit. Huh?
2: Unless she's from Detroit.
0: Yeah. That, yeah, that is an
2: exception. Yeah, Detroit
0: hoes do with Danny Brown. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the uh, loophole. You just got to have a hoe from Detroit and fuck with Danny Brown. But here's the thing like, do the hoes from Detroit now, re- like, because the Detroit
1: sound has changed so much? And I didn't mean for this to come into a conversation on it. Like, I'm sure they're going to be aware of Danny Brown, but they're not really going to give it up because you're playing Danny Brown. They might give it up if you play some babyface Ray, some Baby Tron, you feel me, but not like. Yeah. Danny Brown. You get what I'm saying?
2: Okay, I don't think any hoe is out there giving it up. Like, oh my God, you know who Blah 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 is? Pussy. I don't think it works like
0: that. <laughs> it don't work like
1: that. Hey, man. You don't know. <laughs> you, you don't speak for all hoes.
2: Oh my, oh my God, you're playing rest of 5-9? Pussy.
1: Man. Honestly, that'd be a dream. <laughs> If I could just play Boom or Legendary or fucking uh Tabernacle and it all of a sudden just like coochie, like
0: oh, that's insane. It's the formula, bro. Just play a song <laughs> and then just automatic sex. That's some great Thanks, stuff. Nah, if a shawty knows that if a shawty knows deep because
1: deep cuts off of the bar exam series, that's my love language right there.
0: Yeah, connecting on music is definitely like a bigger thing. So if if any of these hoes can connect with you on these on these artists, bro, you found a special one. That's what I'm saying.
2: Aren't you trying to save a hoe because she like your music? <laughs> Keep in mind, we still talking about hoes. Hey, hey man, you
0: yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> there's there,
1: there there's sections of hodeum. You feel me? Sections
0: of hodem.
1: That's Hold'em.
0: sections of hodem.
1: What there's... level of a hoe are you? <laughs> you you ask. Look, man, I'm I'm out the hoe game.
0: I, I, it was a rhetorical question. It wasn't actually asking you. I was about to say, <laughs> this is to the audience. What level of hoe are you? Let us know. <laughs> <hell>. Leave <laughs> it oh, in, head head. in the comments. What, kind of, what level of hoe are you? Um. Okay, I guess it's on me now. So I'm going to – I don't
1: know. I don't know if this is considered entry level or if this is considered a little bit of a deep cut. But the art, the, as soon as I thought of this question, the first artist that popped in my mind is fucking Tech Nine. Nobody, yeah. n- nobody wants to hear that. But the rapping that's motherfucker. No, <laughs> you, bro, no. I swear, like if you're not playing, like, and he has like club hits. They're just regional club hits. So if you're not playing yeah. one of those, then you know, pussies is getting dry, bro. I don't know how else to describe it. Like. If you're not he's playing, playing like so Caribou or like Hood Go Crazy, like he, pussies is getting dry. So they not yeah. fucking with it. Yeah, and he's got a whole album called Angelic. And I'm like, yeah, nah, nah, nah. I could never play that around the hose. We not. We not fucking with that. We not plus <laughs> I feel like if I play Tech9 around the hose, it would sound like the intro to slow jams uh by Kanye where uh fuck, where Jamie Foxx is just talking to Kanye like. You know the whole say they dance is too much just 'cause it's going too a little too fast. When they heard about nine thousand songs in the same goddamn minute, like that's how I feel like it would be.
0: Yeah, they just they would just be like, I'm trying to wrap my mind around all this stuff, and it's just turning me off. I just can't. Yeah, <laughs> but but nah, uh, too much for the brain. Definitely. Technically, like I want to like make a disclaimer. All these artists, I feel like we enjoy. It's just like. There are certain settings in which you can play these people. Like, you wouldn't play them for certain areas or different people.
1: Yeah, like, I love Tech Nine to the fullest. Like, I wanted to get signed to Strange Music for the longest. Like, Tech Nines are part of the reason why I decided to start rapping. Yeah. But, not but nah, like, I'm not.
0: <laughs>
1: I feel like if a jaunt specifically told me to play Tech Nine, like I would be a little bit worried. I'd be like, "Ma'am, are you a
0: serial killer? What what's going on in your life that you're listening to Tate Nine and requesting him, nonetheless? Not even just requesting him, just requesting
1: him in the context of, oh, this is a hangout. We trying to, you know, Netflix and chill. You feel me? Like, what's what's going through you? What's, what, what's while what? I, while I, while I would appreciate it. What's going through your mind, Shadi? Like while yeah. I'm
0: fucking you, am I gonna end up with a knife to the throat? Like, man. That's some American Psycho shit, bro. That's crazy. Bro, that's it. <laughs> gotta stay safe out here, bro. We gotta... If the hoes requested the music like this, then we... you gotta stay... You gotta stay safe out here, bro. Look, man. Alex, just... You gotta start... That's why you gotta start feeling your hoes, Alex. I have no hoes. Why are you lying? On... Why are you lying to You have people? your
2: breakfast hoe yet, Alex?
0: Man. Stay tuned for concert camera. Y'all get that later. <laughs> it's... It's noon, you know. It's it's about time for his lunch ho. Lunch hose. Lunch hoes, brunch hoes. Yeah, you know, you can make it a brunch You bring them oh, both yeah. together. If you bring the breakfast home and the lunch ho,
1: a little threesome, just that's called a brunch ho.
2: <laughs> oh my god. Oh, All
1: right. <laughs> Alex, it's back on you. Uh what's another artist you got that scares the hose? Let's get a little deeper this time. Oh, a bit deeper?
0: But, um, damn, I feel like I should have saved Death Grips for a second. Then, if we're going, I feel like I kind of went too deep for the first one.
1: I'm sure you got some more that are right around that same level.
0: Uh, I, I want to go off with more of a tame one for my second pick. I want to say Denzel Curry. Uh, uh, They're they looking at me like I'm speaking uh, Spanish right I'm now, where, you know, they don't know. Here's the thing, like, I, I
1: see where you're going, but I also can, I can think of some joints that might, you know.
0: There are some cuts in his discography that you can, like, play that are chill, but, like, I'm talking, like, Zoo. I'm talking, like, like, cr- like intense Denzel, like, where he's, like, screaming at the mic, or, like, he has a crazy beat where it's just like, okay, bro, what what's going on?
1: Okay, so, like, you going mm, I'm not sure. Okay. Warning. What I'm about to say is consi- what I'm about to say is considered offensive in some communities, but this is the title of a song, so there's no other way except say- but you can't play gook around the hose.
0: No, no, you can't
1: play that around the house. I know exactly what type of line you're going you're
0: going on. Like Wait. there are some beats that just throw everything off. There are some lyrics that throw everything off. I just feel like he's a very dangerous person to play on the Ox when you're around the host because you don't know what reaction you're going to get because Denzel Curry is a good artist, but mm-hmm. he is not for everyone, especially what he speaks on, especially in his most recent album. Yeah. But, yeah, some of the beats he has are too abrasive. Some of them, I feel like it, just, it would kill the mood. It would just be like, okay, bro, what's why they pick something else? I like, feel like, never, it it wouldn't scare the hoe. It would just kind of be like, "Nigga, what?" <laughs> <laughs> like they they just like, "Okay, bro. Like, like you, you want to change
1: the music up now?" I would never play. Cal- I would never play. Cloud Cobain around the hose, right?
0: Hell no. There there may be like two or three songs I would play from Denzel Curry, and they're not getting picked. There, there are better options out there, bro. So it's like, I don't even know why you would do that shit. Black balloons, you might be able to get off. You might be able to get off black balloons. If it's, like, really low in the background. If it's, like, not the focus. But even still, I feel like that's just, like... Come on, bro. You, you, you better than
1: this. Although I will say something, though. If you start playing Pyro off of Unlocked, and she starts repeating that shit back to you, wife her, wife her, bruh. Just, just
2: you cannot just... play unlocked in front of the hoes. And that's a more tame album, but you still yeah. not play that in front of the hoes.
1: No, you can't at all. But if you can if if you're able to get that off, just put a ring on it, bruh. Yeah.
0: Like there's music that you can enjoy with girls mm-hmm. or guys, depending on what you're referring to hoes as. But everybody a hoe, bro. <laughs> Anyway, like, yeah. there are certain settings where it's like I don't want to be hearing this right now. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah, I'm not saying like I feel like we made like this a thousand disclaimers. We don't need to make another one, but yeah, just Denzel yeah. Curry ain't he ain't my first pick. He ain't my first pick.
1: I just started thinking about what we're gonna put to like represent this topic for like the graphic. Just put a bunch of hoes in the corner. Just put a bunch of hoes in the corner. <laughs> I got just put a bunch of Alex
0: just made that look scared. Yeah, but I like, use a photo of like the uh they're like looking back at the person they're, with the red cups, and they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, "Yeah, I was gonna say either that
1: or just Alex." The last four girls that you've had in your car, you could just put up the picture of them.
2: You know, he' not trying to expose them. As far as he comes, he like these concubines don't exist, even though we know they exist. So he's this not- man said,
0: "The last four, bro, y'all niggas think I be fucking, bro? That's yeah. crazy. We know you." You you know.
1: <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, Denzel, real quick before uh, we move on into Nat's next pick. I was thinking about this. You can definitely tell that he tried to make troubles for the hose. You can definitely tell that he tried to get that off. Troubles
0: off of Mel My Eyes? Yeah, the T-Pain jump. You could definitely tell he tried to make It that, was like, definitely a more game of game. like a, a chill cut off the album, but I don't think. I think I don't even know. I think was more, that was more like a dance, like kind of like move your body around type of song. So yeah, maybe. Maybe. But not. Nah, uh, That's a good song, though. That whole album is really good.
1: It is really fucking good. I can't wait to see him in October. But what am I saying? Uh, Nat, what's your next pick?
2: So my next pick depends on your genre of hub. Okay. But okay. yeah, it depends on the type of hoe you got. But I'm wearing this merch shirt for a reason. I feel like Fall Out Boy be scaring the hoes. Specifically the album Take This To Your Grave, which is also my favorite Fall Out Boy album.
0: But yeah, That's there's a lot of
2: screaming, a lot of heavy drums. You got a bunch of hoes in the back, and all they hear is dead on arrival. They're going to get scared. <laughs> <Secret> <laughs>
0: What's going on? They're
2: like, what is this?
0: Look, personally,
1: myself, I'm a full de le man. But I I I get what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying. It's definitely gonna follow, which is funny because Pete once definitely had the hoes on lock. Uh, when I was when we were coming up in like middle school, so it's kind of crazy. But yeah, early follow boy could definitely scare the hoes. Uh, I think what was that album when they? Where was that? What was? Uh, no, then once you get around save rock and roll, that's when the hoes are kind of like. Ah, we might have. Somebody. I know this
0: song.
1: Yeah, that's when that's when the hoes are kind of going to be like, "Oh, those motherfuckers."
0: Yeah, like, I mean, like anything like pre-save rock and roll, they're gonna be like, "Who is this?" I I would never play uh like that's the same. It's the same
1: logic of like I would never play "Sleeping with Sirens" around the hoes, unless like my mind you actually um unless like the hoe I'm playing it around shops at Hot Topic and has like piercings in her fucking it has piercings all over you know that's why Nat was like it's
0: the genre of hoe you have
2: yeah, yeah. on your genre of hoe because so like some hoes will love it some hoes will be like can you turn this off and play some tiger
0: yeah if oh. a hoe ask me to play tiger she getting
1: kicked out the crib.
2: Hoes love tiger
1: they 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 do, they do love tiger but do. she getting kicked
0: out the crib. I don't care that's don't too ever deep of a hoe for me bro I just I exactly like that. that's that's too much. No, if I'm you not read
2: off a jump off just because of tiger I'm you yes. it after. It's like okay, we done. Get out, bitch.
0: It's not. It's a deal breaker. It's, I would just like look at her. And be, I'd like make it known. I'd be like, "Ooh, so you like that?" <laughs> no, I would No, I would look at her and I would just be like, "You're never coming back." That's crazy. That's crazy. But not like uh. All right. What's your favorite Fall Out Boy album? The one on my shirt. <laughs> no, I'll take this to your grave. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I'm it's more. A- I'm more of an pity on high nigga. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So here's
1: the thing, like Fall Out Boy is one of those artists that I don't talk about a lot, but I have a deep, deep, deep love for them. So if I had to, I like I said, I'm a foley I'm a foley à kind of man. I'm a that's that's just me. But mm. save rock and roll, my shit. Uh, mm. American Beauty, American Psycho, my shit. Make it's America it's psycho it's again, my. Never once would I have thought that I would have got Follow Boy and Migos on the track. Follow Boy and Black Thought on the track. That's insane. That's insane. That's my shit. Uh, but from Under the Cork Tree is a sleeper cut for me. Mm. Like I'm really when I, when I like again. I know I don't be talking about this much and I don't be letting my emo side show a little bit. But trust and believe. I'm an emo motherfucker, bro. <laughs>
0: But nah. Get deep into that bag. We're just like, I feel this shit right now. Yes.
1: Us using our very hip-hop podcast to talk about alt music is hilarious.
0: <laughs> All music is what we
2: is that shit.
0: Mm-hmm. We can't deny good music, bro. It's impossible.
1: It's
2: Shout out to
0: the homie Patrick Stump. Shout out to the homie Pete Wins.
2: Yes, niggas love fall out boy and niggas love paramore that's it's a well known fact i
0: don't know about all niggas like paramore <laughs> but they oh, yeah, got a couple bro,
2: go on twitter you'll see a bunch of niggas just be like we love paramore niggas love paramore <laughs> that's a whole hashtag on twitter niggas love paramore
0: that's hilarious yeah. paramore go crazy anyway <laughs> what was,
2: for the niggas
1: mm-hmm. what was what was i going to say yo uh but no Um, uh, my next pick You can't play no Earl sweatshirt around the hose, bro. Hell (laughs) no. Hell no.
0: Hell no.
1: Imagine playing East around the hose, bro. Imagine playing Chum around the hose. You
0: need to rethink your life, bro. You need to take a a long break from the hose if you play East around the hose, bro. If you play East around anyone, it's questionable, bro. Imagine playing Asuka around the hose, like, dog. Play some rap I mean, songs. Imagine just you playing get, the whole know. of I don't like to go outside, just get real depressed, bro. It's time, that's oh, crazy, okay. bro. I, dude, if you play Earl Future for the hose, bro, seek help. <laughs> <laughs> seek help. But no, like, I was thinking about it, I was
1: like, I ain't never, I like, I'm not, ne- I would never play Chum for the hose, bro, because.
0: First of all, that's a good it's song. That's a good song. Though. It's a great man. fucking song. I fully agree.
1: Yes, but here's the thing. A lot of these hoes got daddy issues. You play chum
0: around the hoes, they all gonna start crying. Yeah, this that's not you don't wanna go down that avenue.
1: They gonna be like, Why wasn't he here?
0: Man. Now I'm in these
1: four-inch heels and this ass tight dress. Popping pussy for a motherfucker who likes Earl Sweatshirt. This nigga like Earl Yeah.
0: <laughs> Where has my life come to?
1: You won't have these hoes having epiphanies, and you do not want the hoe to have the epiphany when she at
0: the crib. No, no. This is going to sound wild, but these hoes need to be epiphanyless. <laughs> that that is a statement. That is a statement. They can Why have the to...
2: epiphany afterwards, after it's already done. <laughs> I don't care if you regret it; it's already happened. Oh well.
0: I oh regret well.
2: Regret it. But... <laughs> Oh i will be the bitch you regret i don't care
0: she said oh well
2: well
1: <laughs> like here's the thing the enti- here's the thing the entirety of the feet of clay album just
0: screams no more hoes no i don't dude i feel like that'll scare some niggas too like this it's that, it scares me every time i listen to it it's scary yeah don't be scared of me i'll be like dang
1: but not like some rap songs, feet of clay and sick. Even though sick is definitely like his most commercial project, sick is project the most ever. tame
0: out of all of them. But he even still, it, it got it,
1: no. Like sick is definitely Earl's most mainstream project. But even then, I would be like, no, I'm not playing you. <sighs> all right, um, we're gonna go for one more round. But we're yeah, we're gonna go for one more round. Of this because this is a really fun
0: conversation. Mm. Uh, Joey, go ahead. All right, this is the one everyone's been waiting for from me. Uh, I'm not going to take every member, but I will single out one person from this group. I will say West Side Gun. I knew it, I knew it, (mumbles) (laughs) bro. No, no, okay. West Side Gun makes great music. And I feel like some, some cuts that are more tame could get a pass. Because his discography is ginormous. There's like There has to be like two or three songs that you can play around the hose. But... Gotta be at least at, at least enough to count on one hand. Yeah. But like, in general, bro. Like, if we talking like, uh, who made the sunshine, bro? Nah. I don't know. We talking? To Fly God is an awesome God, bruh. Nah. Uh, I don't know, bruh. Pray for Paris, maybe.
1: The only thing you could get off with "Pray for Paris" is the drone with Wale. That's just because Wale is geared for the hoes. Yeah, Wale. Yeah, Wale is geared for everybody, but more so, Wale. Actually, no, Wale is geared towards Black women. So I'm not gonna call them the hoes. Wale is geared for the queens. You feel
0: me? Like <laughs> <the queen. laughs> Yeah, but yeah, West Side, he come on the track screaming, talking about some gunshot noises, everything. Brad, just it's not, it's not gonna be right for the mood. Imagine,
1: right. imagine you play Westside Gun around the hose and then Westside Pootie just come on.
2: <laughs> it's Westside Pootie and y'all still, bro.
0: Like, I'd be like, okay, what's what's going on here? <laughs> oh, okay. So there's
1: always. Alex, I'm sure like actually no, Nat, you might have this experience too. Let's 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 break this down. Cause I'm gonna I wanna throw a little I wanna make this topic just a little bit more fun. So imagine you want a two-man, right? There's yeah. always there's always when it comes to the two-man, there's always a homeboy that just says the wrong thing or in this case plays the wrong thing. What is the worst thing your homeboy could play on the two-man?
0: Hmm. Uh, the worst thing. The worst thing. The I worst. I that's that's the worst thing I could think of. You still gonna stick with death grips? Death grips or run the jewels? Cause it's like, okay, bro, like you you busting the speakers up right now. We don't need that. Playing <laughs> <clears throat> playing killer mic around the hose is insane. I have a story. I will commit to this. I in my early days I was on the two man, mm-hmm. and. Was, we was we was in the car chilling, and I uh, I leaned up and I was like, "I'm about to ask the question that's gonna change everything. I'm about to change the whole vibe of this." I said, "You gotta like Kid Cudi." Immediate no, immediate no. The whole what? vibe changed, bro. I was so shook. I was so <laughs> shook.
1: That's the thing. I feel like you could play Kid Cudi around the hose. That's though.
0: what I thought, bro. And then they looked at me. They was like, "No." And then, like it was just like it was like an awkward silence for like a couple of seconds. I was like, "All right," and then we <laughs> had, like I you can't move play from there. But
1: I was not like, like can't, you can't play Ghost around the hose," but like you can okay, play memory. No. You could like, play like you could play like the more poppy or shit. Like everything he got with David Guetta, you could play.
0: Yeah, but they they was now fucking with Kid Cuddy, bro. Damn. I was shook. I was like, "This is news to me." <laughs> <laughs> not the hoes don't fuck with Kid Cudi. Yeah, bro, that shit was crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, that's my two man story, and trying to, those are my picks for the worst things you can pay for two man. Because trying to trying to get off, trying to try to get, get cutting you off on of the two man is insane though.
1: Hey, bro, okay, I was bro. in that was, mood, bro. I was I was trying to
0: hear my man's.
1: Mm-hmm. Nat, what's the worst thing your homeboy or your homegirl could play on the two man?
2: I'm gonna answer the original question first.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So as for scaring the hoes music, since no one said anything, I'm gonna go with the king who I believe is the originator of Scaring Hoes, and I'm going to say old school Eminem. All
0: right, all right. i so Scaring Hoes before hoes.
1: You play Kim around the hose, bro? Crazy.
2: Nah, roll <laughs> out the car. Yeah,
0: that, that vibe is dumb.
2: No, you cannot play <laughs> anything from Eminem's old discography in front of the hose. And as um. for the second question, I once had a nigga play Scar-Lord and we was looking at him like bro turn that shit off nigga not right
0: now bro. please You, you, you. what
1: type <laughs> of bro what type bro, of grown man have y'all is heard this- of
2: star lord and we're like what y'all Me- heard of star for
1: that bro what type of grown man is listening to scar this, anyway. this is like in high
2: that happened in like high school
1: oh either either way Get you're not in middle school anyway.
0: Yes, Sorry I if any Scarlord
1: fans are listening.
0: But I like I remember listening to one song from him, and I was just like, "Yeah, this this is not this is not for me." I understand the appeal because I feel like he falls into a certain category, but like, no. If I want to listen to
1: Scarlord, I'll just go listen to Morgue. They're much better, honestly. Honestly. Oh, that's my last. <laughs> That's my last one. I can't play City Morgue around the hole around the hose. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play City Morgue around the hose. I, I, I Unless like these are like the fucking unless these are like the fucking Jorgen Von Strangler built hose. you feel me? Hell like no. the ones that fucking shove creatine. Like it's fucking
0: Jesus candy. Christ. Um, city work. I don't think I've gone deep into the disc- discography. I think I know a couple songs from them. Um, I, yeah. feel like I, I found them out because through listening to Suicide Boys, so I feel like they kind of fall in the same category. Yeah, they definitely but, do. Yeah, it's just they not for the hoes, not for the hoes.
1: <clears> uh, <throat> but no, I'm still trying to wrap my playing Scar Lord on the attunement. That's, <laughs> <disgusting. laughs> That's nasty. That's a vile. <laughs> That's, that's, that's bro,
2: not I'll, not
1: the best. Decision. Let's just say I was not happy. No, 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 no. I'm, here's the thing: I am personally hating on this man. I'm not even gonna hold you. Like it's not as bad as like it's not as bad as it could be. But no, I'm personally hating on this man.
0: And that's just a vile thing to play. Yeah, I wouldn't.
2: Yes, I, I did it. That. I said nigga, turn this shit
0: off. I wouldn't even put that for myself, bro. I don't know why you are thinking that's gonna impress nobody. Let me, let me, let me guess. Just as soon as you start hearing the screams, just.
1: Pussy just dried up immediately. Just just everything just came back. and just turned into and like you one, are a just funny turn, nigga, bro. Just turned to like when the sponge dry out. Oh. Shit,
2: I'm guessing that's what happened. I said turn that shit off. That's
1: crazy. That shit started looking like the butt pieces of bread. That's just that's how that shit started feeling. You're, stop. You are a funny man.
2: <laughs> you were insane.
1: Fuck. Uh okay, in my opinion. The worst thing I'm gonna go a different angle with it. The worst thing that uh my homeboy could play on the two man get by by Talib Kweli, because we've talked about like oh the music that scares the hoes because like it's loud, it's fucking because it's loud, it's insane, da da. da, da. It it's bass heavy. No hoe is trying to hear no conscious shit, bro. We gotta think about that. No hoe is really trying
0: when you're trying to. Your like not then you have to focus on the song to think, bro. Like that's that's a turn off.
1: No one's trying to like no no ho is trying to be enlightened on the two man. You feel me?
0: Yeah, no. Enlightened.
1: Not enlightened. <laughs> like, I'm not playing to live quality on the two man. No. And I love it. honestly, I'm not playing any of the Black Star album around the two man on the two man.
0: You could play uh which is ironic because you could
1: play most deaf on the two man for show.
0: Sure. Most deaf, yeah, that gets fast.
1: But um, you play definition. Even still, I think that's a stretch.
0: But uh, yeah, I'm not playing. Yeah, maybe. If it's yeah, nah. Either way, it's more of like a party thing. Sorry to cut you off.
1: No, you're good. Either way, I'm not playing Talib on the Hoes, bro. Because look, while it's one of my favorite Kanye beats ever, it's one of my favorite Talib songs ever, bro. Don't nobody want to hear about gentrification. Don't nobody want to hear on (laughs) the. On the, ah,
2: you know what the hoes do want to hear though? What the hoes want to hear some Ari Lennox. Speaking of which, she just dropped an album. Ari Lennox dropped an album that is perfect for playing around the hoes called Age Sex Location. And might I say, she looks fine as fuck on this cover.
0: Fine as fuck.
2: Fine. (laughs) But that's not what we talk. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the actual content on this sexy looking album. (laughs) i
1: mean i mean sexy is definitely a great way to describe the album because honestly one of my biggest thoughts after listening to it just to jump right in one of my biggest thoughts after listening to it is man ari is horny ari is horny but in the best way possible she's horny she's sensual she's owning everything about it which it's always been and it's always been like one of the greatest attributes of her music how she has this Donna Summer voice, but very, like, Little Kim-esque in terms
0: of the lyrics, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Yeah. The lyrics so... definitely speak for themselves on this album. Like, you can tell, like, the sound is still there. And, like, she's going for that sensual sound, like you said. But what she's actually saying is definitely, like, more deep. And, like, I feel like there's more of, like, a story to this album and, like, what she wants to, like, get across with this uh message. Yeah, but it was a really good album. It sounded really good. I like the way uh she sounded like on each cut. It sounded like she took a lot of like put a lot of effort into it.
2: Also on P.O.F. she was definitely talking about somebody specific. I'm like, who? Very you specific. What, what church boy did you fuck? <laughs> That's <laughs> making you. I'm like church boy. Ain't you just as in the wrong as she is? Because you don't want fucking her.
0: Yeah. Using the Christianity to fucking persuade her. It was crazy. Nah, that's to crazy. Not to lecture her.
2: her. Yeah, yeah, you I can definitely it.
0: tell she had like someone definitely in mind for that song with how specific she was getting with the lyrics. I feel like she had like a, definitely a goal for this entire um this entire project with like people in in mind and like certain experiences that she had to reference from.
2: And she also like on um, Boy Bye, also like, because Ari Lennox is funny. And that song, it was sexy, but it was also funny. Like, it when was like when a Lucky nigga, get like, out of
0: here. Like,
2: like, when Lucky Day was like, showed up in them busted ass sandals, and Ari was like, and then fuck you. I forgot about with the piece. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's well, I like shit. that dynamic on that song, too, of like the going back and forth between like a nigga that's trying to hit, and it's just like, she's not fucking with it. So that was a good dynamic. I don't think I've ever seen that, like, done that, like, that in a song before.
2: And also, know. Leak It, bro, r Atlantics and Chloe, y'all need to do more shit. hmm That song was beautiful. That song was sexy. And also, I kind of, I want I want a video.
0: A video would be much appreciated, but...
2: Much, a- much appreciated. It has nothing to do with the music. I could absolutely watch the... The, the video could be muted. I just...
0: <laughs> we just need a video. We, we need some visuals.
2: Y'all know, you know, you know what I'm saying. It. We need visuals.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a must for that song. Uh, their chemistry was really good. I feel like they played off of each other really well in that song.
2: What was your favorite song on the album? Favorite? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh. Probably P.O.F. or Mean Mug for real. I feel like P.O.F. was an amazing opener. That was a really good opener.
2: It was really good. Um, like,
0: mean Mug was really good too.
2: Bad,
0: no, you are straight. Um, and It, honestly, as well. I think those are like my top three. I feel like I definitely want to spend more time with this album because we listened. We were <laughs> we were listening to this joint, uh, like when it first dropped. Me and that and. I feel like we didn't have enough time to like really like sit with the album because like we said, we usually record later in the day after we've already listened to the album a couple of times. But this is the first time where it's just like, you listen to the album, what do you think? You know, but uh, it was still really enjoyable. I really liked every single cut I heard. Um, I do want to say I do think hoodie, hoodie sounded nice, but I feel like the message behind it was kind of ass with like, she's just talking about she wants to like wear a nigga's hoodie. But I feel like the song itself sounded really good. I just think the message was kind of lacking on that one. Um, but everything else was really good. It flowed nice together.
2: What I really liked about this album is that you had some nice features on here. Lucky day, Chloe Songwalker. Those are heavy hitters,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: they didn't take away from her. She still was the best. She was the best part about her album. Yes. Like a lot of times we have heavy hitters like that and the best part of the album will end up being one of the heavy hitters, but always like this my shit.
0: This is my album. This
2: is my album and I finna outshine all you niggas. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, my favorite song was my favorite songs are definitely Leak It and Boy Bye. And Pressure, even though that was a pre-release, I still love that song, so I'm still going to list that one as my favorite.
0: Yeah, it was a really good song as well. I was trying to stay away from it because it was like a single, but it was still a really good cut off the album. I really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely going to re-listen to it because like Joy Morales said, me and him listened to the first half of it in a McDonald's parking lot, exhaustive. <laughs> and then we went home and listened to the rest of it still exhausted but we were still yeah. like i still got a good idea of it but i also want to listen to it again so i can really appreciate this shit
0: yeah i feel like there's a deeper story for like each of the songs i feel like everything kind of connects for a central idea but i feel like i haven't really picked up on it as much as i would like to but i know something is definitely still there because i know she took a lot of time and effort with this album I remember seeing that J. Cole post where he was like talking about like how she was uh, explaining the album and uh, it made it like, in a better light for him. It made him understand it a lot more. So I definitely want to have that epiphany where it's just like, I actually get what she's saying or like I get the message or the story behind it. So I'm just going to try and re listen to this at some point today.
2: Full disclosure, I did not read that text message. I'm sorry. I'm
0: sorry Ari I'm I, sorry. I didn't when read the I whole thing on my I time, read like the first part of it
2: <laughs> that shit was long as a motherfucker and when I see a long ass text message I don't know a lot of the times, depending on who's sending it I'll just get turned off and be like I'm sorry I love you but I'm not reading that like, um, give me this yeah. analysis. and that's basically how I felt I've seen that long ass message and I was like ooh
0: she I'm did write an essay that.
2: but
0: <laughs> yeah, she did write an essay That she was crazy
2: hey man that just shows how much this album meant to her
0: Yeah. When artists are passionate about their work, it's really cool. because You can definitely tell. So.
2: I think Steph is dead.
1: (laughs) No, I'm not dead. I just didn't want to interrupt y'all chemistry. What what were your thoughts? But, um, basically, y'all kind of hit the nail on the head. Um, what I thought, so Leak It is definitely one of my favorites. I think that overall the sequencing is really, really great. I think Cole and Elite being the executive producers, at least. Yeah, Cole and Elite are the executive producers. So I think they definitely did a great job kind of shaping this little world. And uh, uh Nat was a thousand percent right when she said that I, I I love features with minimal albums. I mean, I love albums with minimal features. My apologies. I switched that. Yeah. But yeah, because like i I she could have gone completely feature heavy and it would have still been super understandable but the fact that she literally just had chloe lucky and summer is perfect it's great because these all really fit well they all really mesh and you can tell that she actually has like real personal connections with these people like she called lucky day her work husband which is insane Cause I never thought that like in the music industry, work wives and work husbands were a thing.
0: Still, but... it's still working, so I guess it's still, it still warrants the relationship. Yeah, but nah, um, yeah, I definitely wouldn't mind for Ari
1: and Chloe to do like some type of to do some type of um the visuals. I it as much as I would like a video, I'm cool on that. But really,
2: don't, you don't speak for all of us.
1: No, he's not speaking for all of us. I just like um there are other songs on this album that I would like to see more of that I think it would be fun to see. Like Boy Bye, I think is the one I think needs a video because I would love to it's such an already thematic track that I would love to see it just kind of like
0: acted out. You get what I'm saying? I can definitely see that being like a movie or like a scene where it's like they want to like portray exactly what's going on. Like this it tells a story.
1: Like as I was listening to it, it kinda reminds me of Love Jones. So that's kinda what I thought about. Mm. Um what else was I trying to say? Yeah, I just yeah, you guys kinda hit the nail on the head. So <laughs> you you there really isn't much else for me to uh say other than the fact of this album really paid off and was worth the wait because Ari is one of my favorite R and B singers out right now. And yeah, I yeah, that's a but yeah, that's about it. Where what were we playing this? What
0: were your favorite uh, songs?
1: Uh Leak It, Hoodie. I I'll say pressure, because I love the song, but I don't understand why it was on the album because it was on uh the deluxe for ROTD three, but whatever it is, what it is. We've seen that happen a bunch of times before. Um
2: You said it was on the deluxe for what?
1: Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, pressure on the rotd three deluxe. No, that was busted. Uh, I'm tripping. That my bad. But yeah, like either way, it's something we had already had out for like a year, so it felt that was the only thing about it that where I was like, okay, cool. It feels
0: kind of dated, but yeah, it like, had like a bigger like role in the album. Yeah, was like the foundation for it. Like, if it was, like, the super, like, if it
1: was, like, like, if it was, like, this super, like, huge thing, like, a monumental single for Ari's career, then I could understand why it was on the album. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But if it, it wasn't, so I was just kind of, like, it, especially because we know, because she posted a whole, like, whiteboard of her having, like, 100 songs on there. I could just imagine. No, there's a song that she has with Missy Elliott that I think would have been perfect in that Whoa, same place. Really? Yeah, there's a song that she has with Missy Elliott that would have been perfect in that same place, in my opinion. But I'm I'm just gonna out. go off with of the. I'm just gonna go off with of the music that we do have and say that this is still a really, really solid album. Plus, uh, Queen Space is a collab I've been wanting for such a long fucking time. So I'm happy that we finally got it. It's one of my favorite R and B songs to come out this year already. Sure. And also, listen to the Away Message EP because there are some gems on there, and I'm really happy that she gave us like some separate. I'm really happy to like a week before the album drop, she gave us like some separate tunes to hold us by. Yeah. So yeah, um, you out. But yeah, what are we thinking in terms of ratings?
0: Uh, for right now, I'm gonna give it like a seven. Like a light seven, but I feel like I could get a lot more like meaning and understanding from the album after my second or third listen. But I do think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot here. I don't think I was able to soak everything in yet, but for right now, I'm going to give it like a light seven to where it's just, it's cool and it's pleasant to the ears. And I think I'm definitely going to come back to it, but I think there's more to unwrap. So...
1: Mine came out to a 7.8. My biggest detraction from this album is that it's monotonous in terms of its content, you could argue. But that's, which is so weird to say when it comes to Ari, because Shea Butter Baby, her fellow EP, those both are, those have like multitudes of content. Sure, it's all very sex based, but it's different lanes in which she's taking it all, like the new, like with new apartment and stuff like that. This one, it just kind of feels straight very much in one lane. And, yeah, sure, it's just where she's at right now. But, you know, definitely was my biggest attractor It just kind of – that's probably part of the reason why Boy buy is one of my favorites because it's literally, like, the most – in terms of a concept, the most well-thought-out song on there. Mm, yeah. Also, I, I will say, Alex – you. Hoodie, I know that you, I hoodie. You're right. Hoodie sounds good and is lacking in terms of a message, but it doesn't need much more than that. Because if you've seen a joint wear your hoodie, you understand exactly. Yeah. You, you understand because honestly, it's it's cuffing season, boys. It's cuffing season, ladies and gentlemen. So
0: this season has ladies, officially started.
1: Ladies, wear them hoodies, please. Us as men, we will be very, very grateful. Because I will definitely want to take you down in doggy style if you, I can't just show you wearing my hoodie. We're going to move on from that. <laughs> Crazy. Y'all can go around talking about how y'all want Ari and Chloe, Ari and Chloe in the video all sensual shit, but I can't talk about I can't talk about Hoodie and trying to take someone down for wearing my Hoodie?
2: You ain't, did, you ain't hear me say nothing about trying to eat they pussy from the back, did you? I simply said I want to look at the video. You over here talking about some I'm going to take you down, doggy style.
1: <laughs> hey, man. It is what it is.
2: No, no, no. We're going to... Moving on, moving on. So, for my score, I know usually you know I take a bunch of notes and I go song by song. But the feel of this album, I just couldn't grade it song by song. I had to like Listened for the whole feel and like that way, and I had to give it it came out to an 8.6.
0: How'd you get like a specific score without rating each song?
2: So instead of going song by song, I kind of went like I don't know if this makes any sense. I kind of went line by line, like I listened to it as one whole thing and I kind of went like line by line.
1: Okay, all right, break that down. That's I'm interested.
2: So, basically, I was like, okay, so this, when she said this, it had me feeling like this. When she said this, it had me feeling like this, basically.
0: Mm. Got gotcha. you. 8.6, you liked it the most out of all of us, so that's cool. I definitely think I can get up to, like, that type of score once I, like, come back and listen to it again. But... Yeah, I just need more time with
2: it. I did but, like Shea Butter Baby more. I mean, I got the vinyl for Shea Butter Baby sitting right there, but I still think that this was a good
1: album. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely still a very, very solid effort.
0: Yeah, when I was thinking when I was listening to it, I was just like, Yeah, Dreamville. Dreamville is like that, bro. Like every single artist was really on that good. label is really good.
1: They say, hey, Ebe said Dreamville season coming. So hopefully we get some hopefully we get some other artists soon. Yeah, I had three
2: this... niggas from Dreamville Dropping album this year, and all of them were good.
1: All of them were
2: good. All of them. Ghetto Guys was good. Forever Story was good. h Location was good.
0: And we got we D-Day days, as well. Dang, they, they feeding us.
2: Oh, D-Day was amazing.
0: Who, uh,
1: who do we think is going to be next up out of Dreamville to drop? Taz. Yeah, that would be my bet too. mm yeah. Especially after the grateful EP that he dropped uh earlier this year. Yeah. That was it. That was what it was called. No, fortunate, not grateful. Sorry. Wrong synonym.
0: Yeah. Did loot wait, loot dropped last year, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, Goldmouth.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, they'll probably hold yeah, off. Yeah, it on. was cool. Yeah. I like it. It's just they really fumbled the rollout. Yeah. I I wasn't aware of it until like this year. Um
2: Yo, honestly, I would love to see I'm trying to see Ari perform this in concert. You know she's from DC. You know she's gonna have a DC date. You know who else had a DC date? Kit Cuddy, we saw him yesterday. Kid
0: Cuddy! Um, yeah, let's, yeah, let's talk about that. Um I'll let y'all go first, because y'all y'all know where I'm at on this. Nat can go first.
2: Nah, Hellblazer can go
1: first. (laughs) Um overall, like it was definitely like first first off, let me just say, personally, I think it was something I needed at the moment because small mental health moment. Shit's been rough out here. But Mm -hmm. We getting back to it. We we I we 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 made some calls today. Um That's good. what else was I gonna say? But no, um other last night though, seeing Kid Cudi live, like Alex and like Alex and I are Cudi stands. And so it's kinda like it's kinda weird that i feel so like this is the most like unsure feeling I've ever felt about a show. Yeah. Because like he played all the shit that, like, I wanted to hear. It was a great fucking show. And, like, I really enjoyed every bit of it. But then when I actually look at it, it's, like... Like, to be fair, to like, to be 100% honest, bro, once I saw that uh, Love was being uploaded to stream platforms, I was like, oh, I have to hear this live. And so that was initially, like, the only thing I... That was, like, the biggest thing I, like, really, really went there for. Mm-hmm. um, But... A lot of the show, you can tell it was, first of all, a lot of the show was just great in terms of energy, but when you get down to the actual performance aspect of it, it's a little bit shaky, because, we start, like, Strick was, not, Strick should not have been the first opener.
0: I thought he did pretty good for the opener.
1: Personally, I think that he was – I think that he was unfit for, like, an arena. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I can, I can understand that. Because, like, first of all, I don't think anything he had, even from – even though he was, like, the first one on the lineup, really hit like that. But I get it. It's an exposure opportunity. So,
0: cool. Yeah. like, I feel like the first opener is always, like, the guy where it's just, like, okay, me, to so like, you're just, like, this is for him to, like – more fans, get a little more exposure for himself. Yeah. It's not like a, we're here to see this nigga. And then like,
1: honestly, bro, like it, like it wasn't really like he was. It was he has joints, like he has good music, but like it isn't fit for that type of venue. And like you could tell that he was blowing out the speakers, bro. Like whoever did his tour mixes needs to go back and redo them.
0: We need to go back to the drawing board.
1: Yeah, okay. and like that was a problem. I was dealing with a lot of with a not not necessarily Cuddy's audio, but uh, even with oh seven no shake, I could tell that she was peaking like crazy. So I was like, oh, okay. This I was like, oh, okay. Like whoever did these tour mixes, probably just kind of rushed them. But I think they were just a little too much. Like they were just loud as fuck. Yeah. To be fair though just to give y'all context, we're usually, when we go to these uh, stadium shows, we're usually in the nosebleeds, but this time we splurged a little bit, and we got, we were in the second section. We were in the second floor, so, like, yeah. Mm. We were, like, right above the fucking, like, pit and everything, so. uh, I don't know. It might have just been, like, where we were at, but no, no. Even so. Even so. Uh, But, Yeah, it was great seeing Cuddy live just because, like, y'all know how much Cuddy means to me. I've said this, like, a thousand times on here. Like, I'm from the standpoint where I think if you are from the ages of, like, 13 to, let's say, 30, because they would have been, like, 20 during the blog era when Cuddy first came out, I think Cuddy has probably saved your life in some way. if in, In some small way, shape, or form, or at least has resonated. So... I'm from that kind of camp, and so that was great to see, and to see people who, like, and to be in a place where, like, people understood and were coming from that. You get what I'm saying? But... My yeah. man, if he, point, if he pointed that mic at the audience one more time, bro... <laughs> if he pointed that mic at the audience one more time, bro, like, I get it. You got hits. You got hits. But we came to see you perform the hits, bro. Yes. Speaking of hits, I felt like I just paid blank, blank, blank amount of money in order to just watch
0: him smoke, bro. No, literally. Like, dude, yeah, it was. I paid to be a fly on the wall for a sesh. It was cool. I'll I'll let you finish your thoughts because I have some, like, thoughts. (laughs) I'll let you finish up.
1: Like, here's the thing it's great. It's great. It's cool. It was it was it was great. It was cool. He
0: played like literally
1: everything I wanted him to play. But I just wish that we saw I just especially love. <sighs> love was nice, yeah. So I I I feel so sorry for these two and also people in the row behind us and Keith who went with us because when love came on, I was screaming my heart out. I had a lot of emotion to get out. That was that was a perfect way to end it. First of all, can
0: we talk about the pump fake? This motherfucker pump faked us, bro. He went. We had this was the longest encore I have ever been a part of, bro. We had to screen this nigga's name for like five minutes, where it was like, "Please come back on stage," because he left and he did that thing where it's like, "Oh, we know you're not done, my guy. You have like a couple more hits to do," but he took forever to come back out. Like we had we had like we had to have like four Cuddy chants, where we was like cuddy, cuddy Like We did that four separate times. We had. Our, we had to shine our lights in the in the audience, like, wave our flashlights to try and get his attention. Mm-hmm. We was, like, barking at this nigga. <laughs>
1: not even, not barking.
0: We was, like, we were trying to, it was, it felt like forever. And I know everyone that was high down the mosh pit, it, it felt like eight years because, like, time is a lot slower when you're smacked. So, I just, I feel like he waited a little too long on the encore. For sure. Um, uh...
1: I don't know. Nat, what did you think?
2: The amount of times he would play a track and then just sit down and start smoking while we sang was fucking hilarious.
0: Yeah, dude.
2: Yeah, but that nigga was fucking faded the entire show. <laughs> and if I'm being like completely honest, I never thought I would say this, but oh seven oh shake had a better set than he did. Ooh!
0: I never thought he had I would- more crowd control for sure. 07-
2: yeah. bro, she killed her shit.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. seven, oh seven. I didn't get a chance to get into that, but oh seven, definitely went crazy. Also, the look I, the the look I gave Alex when she started doing Ghost Town. No, we, yeah, we do. That was fire. Yeah, we was right there. We was like, oh,
0: this, this, that shit, this that
2: shit.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, was, God, we
0: was we was cranking that jump We was floating, bruh But <laughs> nah, uh
1: yeah, 070 really did go crazy. But well, nah, sorry, I didn't mean to uh, cut you off. for reason. No.
2: Yeah, and one, he ended his original, he ended his hella early. Like, when he stopped, it was like 10 o'clock. We were like, that's it? No, nigga, come back. Come back. It's only 10 o'clock. You got more time. Get your ass back out here.
1: Mm-hmm. And we
2: keep yelling his nigga name and like Alex said, I'm like, bro, what the hell is taking this nigga so long? I know he not done. Like he took so long and got to the point where people actually were like, okay, he's done and started leaving. We we're like, yeah. no, he's not done, Cuddy, get your ass back out here. And then finally he did, you know, gave us, you know, two more joints, and then we all left and we're like, God damn. Honestly, honestly, I had more fun at the art museum before the show than I did at the actual show.
0: Yeah. Now and I went to an art museum before the show and it just I I feel like that was kind of the highlight. Yeah, like, not, not that Cuddy was bad it was just like I... I,
2: it was just, I don't know it was more like sit down eyes closed smoke a J jay vibe than like an actual concert
0: yeah for sure the
2: World's biggest biggest rotation
0: <laughs> we should have all been involved in the rotation then you should have fucking had a bunch passed around
2: I will smoke Stranger Weed so I didn't participate in that but that's basically what it felt like yeah.
1: but no like I definitely yeah I definitely could have seen like yeah it was like we knew the vibe going and we knew that it was definitely going to be like a vibe for real. but yeah it's, I just wish that he had actually like performed more like mm-hmm. that's my biggest thing like I just I really wish he had just performed more which is so weird to say because like it's a concert, you would think. You would expect that. And I don't know, maybe we maybe we, maybe we've just gotten a little bit bougie because we've seen a lot of great shows over the past couple of months. So maybe we kind of get a little up again a little uppity when it comes to our con what we expect. But you know.
0: Let me let me get a deep dive into my thoughts. Cause I feel no, like I have no. the strongest thoughts out of all of us about this show. Um like fan said, this is the most indifferent. I have ever felt about a concert experience. Like, I went in. Strick was cool, just opener type guy. I thought I don't think he did great, but like, he wasn't terrible. Um, I feel like when you're the first, it's not opener, like the Yeah, when you when you're the He's first opener, not everyone's gonna be like in the arena yet. Everyone's still out buying merch. You don't really have control of the crowd as much, but like to each his own. Like you can't really do nothing about that. 070, outstanding set. I think she had a really good connection with the crowd. She was talking with us. She was performing (laughs) unlike some people. She was actually like performing her songs. Uh, I think her music was a little too loud. I think she was getting drowned out in music, but like, I think she still did a really good job. Uh, I was singing along with all her songs. I was singing with her. It was cool. Um, Her visuals were really cool, too. I liked her visuals a lot. she didn't have like the full set like Kit Cuddy did, but like, she had like her like um her screens and everything that were like showing like flashing images and like trippy shit. Yeah. Uh and that was really cool. Um, but yeah, for Kit Cuddy, Kit Cuddy, he took like an hour to get his set ready. So Nicks was just kind of sitting around waiting for him to get his uh his whole set up, which was really pretty. Speaking of which, that that's another thing.
1: I forgot to talk I'm sorry to cut you off Alex you but should. the fact I have a I'm like 99% sure the reason that we were waiting so long was because you forget that was supposed to be Don Tolliver's time
0: Oh shit
2: we wasn't waiting that long though
0: That felt like that felt like it could have been a whole set Wait no I feel like Don Tolliver was only in some cities though I feel like he, he was supposed to be he was supposed to be on our date Oh damn! Yeah, I do then, feel like
2: why the show ended early, but I don't think that's why we waited so long in between. It was just because Cuddy had a lot of set design.
0: I think it could have been a mixture of like setting up the set and then not having Don Tolliver as well. But regardless, it took for fucking ever for him to actually come on stage. Um, that, that whole time I was just like, "Damn, we could have been really vibing to Don." Yeah, anything buying merch, doing not just sitting around. Yeah. But yeah, um, Kate Cuddy comes on stage. It's like, oh shit, it's Kid Cuddy, yo. Um, he performs his first song. Uh, what did he open with? He opened with uh something. He opened it. with "Down and Out," I think. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then he performed. That was great. Um, he performed. The that fact that he did about, the
1: throwbacks. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he was doing the actual lyrics. He was singing. He was performing, but then. Every single song after that, I feel like he was like whispering into the mic, or like not even like mumbling his lyrics, or like not even like performing. He like like Stefan said, he would be like, holding the mic out to us, like nigga, you're the person we can we came to see perform. We're not the person that's gonna be performing for you. So, at first, I thought it was something wrong with his mic. I was like, his mic keeps cutting out, like we can't hear him. But then, like, as the show progressed and like it wouldn't stop, I was like oh, so he's just, like, not, not, like, saying anything. He's just, like, whispering into the mic or, like, like that's like, that's, like, how he sounded, like, the whole time, where he was, like, just making, like, noise. And there would be weird moments where he would just, like, start screaming into the mic and it would be, like, oh, shit, so it does work. Like, it would be, like, yeah, I did see it! And it'd be, like, loud as shit, but then I'd be, like, bro, you need to do that for, like, your actual performance. Like, you need to actually, like, be screaming your lyrics to like so we can sing along with you because like it's not that like the crowd can't sing like without the artist but like it feels more comfortable like when we're singing with you you know because like that's like we, what we came to do like it's not like we're just going to be the ones that are going to be like singing the whole song for you which i feel like he was kind of banking on but yeah he as the as the um concert progressed i feel like he was just kind of like smoking uh he stopped a couple times to like sign shit he brought Chit the Ripper out, which was really cool. Um, but yeah, even even still, I just feel like his performance aspect was really lacking. And like we like we always say, bro, we love Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi is one of my favorite artists of all time. I just feel like for the performance-wise, I think it was definitely lacking. The set was beautiful, the lights were beautiful, openers were pretty good. Um the whole idea where he had he had like god talking or the big voice like talking like to him during the performance and stuff which was really cool but yeah i just i think there were times where he just like he could have been putting his voice out a lot more projecting himself a lot more which he wasn't doing and yeah i just felt i left leave like i left just like Unsatisfied, I guess, and I hate. Oh, I did not like using that word, yeah. I did not like using that word, but because it just kind of cements that feeling, yeah. Because it's like, dude, I wanted to see you like be passionate about your craft, like these are your songs, like to have you like just mumble through them and then only like seeing the choruses, like passionately. It's like, and then the nigga wasn't even humming, bro. He didn't even like he didn't <laughs> harmonize with one song, bro. And then, okay, here's my biggest gripe. This nigga did not perform day and night, bruh. How?
1: How how how? Like I could have swore he did, except it was just an EDM it remix.
0: Knows. It was like he performed uh Pursuit of Happiness. I didn't I didn't hear day and night. I was like Oh yeah,
1: no, you're right. He didn't even do day and night.
0: I was like, bro, that's one of your biggest songs in your discography. And like, I get there's the whole meme where it's like, Kid is going to come out and perform day and night and then not know what to do. So I feel like he was trying to go down an avenue where he's like, I'm bigger than this song. But like, dude, that's still one of your best songs ever. Like, you can't just ignore it. Like, I feel like that's why he performed two songs at the end, because he didn't, he felt like he had to make up for it. Because he did The Prayer and then Love at the end. He did two songs to close out but if he just done day and night i would have been like that's all i needed bro i'm good i would have given home happy but i, I wanted i want to sing the lonely stoner with that man bro but unfortunately we didn't and we got like a lackluster performance so yeah, yeah. Cuddy's always going to be great but i just feel like he was he himself was lacking for the performance aspect of everything but everything else was pretty good uh and that's really all I had to say about everything there. But y'all have any like final thoughts before we actually move on into our next topic. The merch was hard, just overpriced. Yeah. Like I wanted to buy merch, but like it just it just didn't up working out. So I couldn't face spending $125 on a sweater, but like that's that's a little too much.
2: $125, goddamn.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a little too much for me. Like they was, they would like they was hard for sure. I just, I don't know. Maybe if the performance was better. I would have bought some more but Oh that's not. Hey any, yo, not a here no there. Crazy, but that's nah. Here, no, there. My man was, he was like, oh,
1: this is my little partnership with NASA. You know, the to the moon tour, da, 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 da. Bro, is NASA taking me to space when I buy this? It's not
0: working. It. <laughs> I had to go on the space mission after buying that shit, bro. I need an ex I need an exhibition to space right now.
1: Is y'all finna put me in zero gravity? Not worth it.
0: (laughs) I need it. I need that. Yeah. Speaking of merch, there was no merch at the Bodie James show that I went to the other day. So yeah, I think that's gonna be my transition into this. Uh (laughs) (laughs) we're like tomato, (laughs)
1: tomato, tomato. that was
0: that was one of the worst ones that was one that was a pretty bad one but yeah uh anyway regardless of how bad that tradition regardless of how bad that transition was I did go to the James show before the Kid Cudi show and I had an amazing time there um definitely a better experience than Cudi uh because I feel like Boldy was actually performing and it was one of the first concerts that like I was at by myself which was cool so I was like talking to new people and like just bonding with others about like Griselda and like everyone else in like that camp and then um y'all all all wanted to be wannabe drug dealers it's all right just say it like I don't hey bro I ain't selling nothing I ain't selling nothing but there were definitely dude there were like niggas sparking there was a guy that like handed some of the openers some gas from the crowd I was like holy shit so there was definitely some drug dealers in that building um but yeah, the openers are really good. Uh, every every open every single opener was really good, actually. How was uh, had, like, stove God? Stove God was he was like one of the performers. I don't even think they counted him as an opener because like mm-hmm. he was one of the bigger names on the set list. Because they had a bunch of niggas that came from like uh DC, like in the local area that they had like open up for like the actual like concert. They had. I think it was like four or five openers, which was really cool because it just showed up a bunch of like talent before we actually got to like what we came here to see. And everyone yeah. was like really captivating to like actually like have us involved in their performance and like have us like actually turning up. And it was really cool. I think one of the main things uh, that I took away from it was because I was like literally right in front of the stage because we were at the Howard Theater. So there was no barrier for us to like be up against. It was just like us in the stage. So I was like literally like hanging over, like, the edge, like, like almost, like, being able to touch Boldy and uh, everyone else that was on stage. He was, like, dapping the niggas up and everything. So that was really cool. I want you to know, as Alex is talking about how he was, like,
1: two seconds away from Boldy, this man, it's almost like when you watch an anime and the hearts start popping up in Shawty's eyes. Bro, That's how Alex relax. is
0: talking about touching Boldy. Relax. I had stars in my eyes, not hearts. I'll say that, bro. I don't know about, I don't know about all them fucking hearts. But, yeah, that nigga... It was cool as shit. Um, there was a part where um, one of the openers was like, "We're gonna do this. We're gonna, I'm gonna say my part," and he was like, "Then y'all gonna say we about to get lady. So then we was doing that, and I was like one of the only people that was doing it like at first. And then he gave me the mic to like say it, like into the microphone, which is really cool. So I felt like that in that moment, I was like, "Hey, bro, I'm rapping with this nigga, Are we talking?" <laughs> so that was Alex really felt cool. like a bad bitch. Yeah, was- <laughs> <laughs> bro, you throwing me. <laughs>
2: Alex always feels like a bad bitch.
0: I am a handsome man. But, um... (laughs) Yeah, that was really cool. The guy was... Niggas was handing out blunts, like, during the show. A part of his set was that he was handing out, like, Jays and blunts to people. I didn't partake in one. But niggas around me was sparking for sure. So that was really cool. And then, uh... Yeah, Stove God came on. Um... I think they were like recording a documentary or something for it. Cause they would have like everyone like with cameras around him and everything. Uh, he had really good car control. He had, he, he was interacting with the crowd a lot. Uh, he replayed a couple of songs because some of his like day one fans, you could tell like ran to the front. They was drunk as shit, by the way. And they was like dancing to it with him on uh, some certain songs. They asked him to play one more hit again, which is one of my favorite. So God cooks features. So that was really cool. And uh Yeah. He was, the energy was definitely there. The energy was definitely there. He was drunk as shit on stage because after every uh, song he did, he would like take a swig out of whatever he was drinking, some bottle. And then, um, yeah, Boldy came on, the main event, the main event, this nigga Boldy. He came out and uh, first he was like doing this thing where he was like performing in the hallway, but I guess it was just maybe for like the video they were taking or something. But yeah, he was like performing in the hallway. So we couldn't even really see him like come out. And then he finally came out on stage and he started off with first 48 freestyle, which is probably my either my favorite song from him or it's in my top three, but yeah, I wrapped that joint word for word with him. Got a little camera time and yeah, from then on, he just had to put on a really good show. Uh, I tried, <laughs> I tried to dap him up like in the middle of the middle of his songs. Cause he was like right in front of me and he was like, not fucking with it, bro. <laughs> Cause he- Damn. he was like he was like performing like with his right hand and i put my right hand up to dab him up and like he was like dude i can't like stop rapping so like, he kind of just like moved to the other side and i was like fuck but then after the show can uh i went and dapped him up after he like would stop performing so that was cool but yeah uh they put on a really good show the dj was great the openers were great boldy and stove were great the promoter was pretty cool too he was talking to everyone i just feel like it was a really good time everyone was on the same energy and. Yeah, I think honestly, bro, it may be my favorite concert I've gone to. I'm not even a cat, but I think it's because it's I was so close, and like Boldy's one of like my favorite artists right now. So I think being that close to him definitely like had me starstruck. So not no fucking heart eyes like Stephane's talking about, <laughs>
1: but yeah, it was it was a really I'll, good experience. Hmm? I don't, I don't know, man.
0: The way you're saying it, it's giving off very senpai energy. You feel me? Hey, bro. I can have a person I look up to in the rap game and then that be a senpai. So
1: <laughs> But nah, nah 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 on the real though. Uh I'm happy that you have fun over there. Um You said it
0: was at the Howard Theater, right? Yes, yeah, sir. Alright, cool. Yeah, that was fire, bro. Very good experience. Uh better than the Cuddy show. And that's all I gotta say about it. But yeah, it was a really good experience.
2: Sounds like you was the only sober nigga there.
0: Probably, honestly. <laughs> like I think everyone else was like drinking around me, but like I was like, I'm not really in the mood right now. So.
2: Well, Alex, there a lot of drunk drink. people, huh? I said, Alex, you can't hold your liquor anyway, so it's not like you could drink. Anymore. This is
0: very
1: true. This is a story we will tell another time if we haven't already told it on the pod. I no don't comment.
2: remember if we've told it on here. But yeah, Alex cannot not hold his liquor. No comment.
0: No comment. <laughs> Give him
2: with 1% comment. alcohol in it. He will throw it
0: up. 1% dog. Okay, 1% do alcohol.
2: Like that, bro. like, sip.
1: <sighs> All right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for an amazing episode of open mic conversations. It's your boy, Steph, one-third of the OMC crew. Uh, Of course, I got two of the best, best, best co-hosts with me. I'd like to thank Joey Morales and Nat for coming on and, of course, you know, always giving the hottest of takes and giving us the best commentary of everything going on and in or around the culture. Uh, You guys got anything to say before we peace out?
0: Bye, everyone. That's all I got to say. <laughs> thank you for tuning in. Bye. And I just want to say
2: I'm editing this boldy James concert can't finish and I'm looking through it. I don't know why there's so many just random selfies of Alex. That just looks like there is nothing.
0: Capping. She's capping. I made I made an effort to not have the camera on me during this show. Bro, I'm
2: looking capping. through it and I'm like, why is there just this random selfie of Alex? Why? Tap. I'm not putting Tap. it in
0: here.
2: Cap. Where am I it? I'm not capping.
0: If I if it's included, it was a mistake, but Y'all, y'all see on concert,
2: Cam. Y'all see on country. Some random picture of you in here. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? I'm
1: well, sorry, to wait. All. I
2: was I'm just sorry. conceded. by <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, guys. Feel free to follow us on all platforms at OpenMyConfold301. And you know, have a good one. Peace, love, and prosperity. You know, wishing you all more blessings and more prosperity. Have a good one.